George, this is our first episode back, just you and I. Yeah. Very long time. Yeah, enough of these bozos. <laughs> We've had guests. We still owe, what's his name, a, a guest appearance, don't we? We still owe um, Mike. Yes, so Mike is going to come on. Uh, you know I'm pretty um, bearish on sorcery. I am not, uh, bearish is the right one, right? I, I'm not, yeah. I don't really have much faith in it, yeah. Um, I, I think it's cool and all, but uh, yeah, so I'm going to have Mike on around that time. We're going to see if he can sway me to the world of sorcery. Um, but yeah, so we're going to have him on and stuff. So that'll be fun. But, uh, let's first, since it's been a while, um, let's talk about some, some cryptic George. Uh, I know that they are not going to be using Cardston anymore. I'm shocked. I mean, they did such a great job with that card quality and that pack quality and that box quality and that, Oh my God. I'm like, I'm stunned that like we wouldn't give them a, a third try. So I will say uh, credit where credit is due to Tanner, because when I was at uh, Louis' event for the Cryptic Tournament, they opened up a Kickstarter box there. And it was really funny because almost every I think I think it was every card in the pack or every rare in the pack was um, half of one rare, half of the other. And people were like excited about that because they're like, oh, this is crazy that this happened. Right. But um, Tanner has said multiple times, you know. Cardston did print some good quality cards for him, depending on what cards you got. Like he said, they still printed some beautiful cards, and I'll give him that. But I will say he left for a reason. He they they didn't continue to print beautiful cards. They can they printed wow. a bunch of cards that were beautiful, but most of the Kickstarter cards, especially the foils, had like lines in them. Weird so so that things. stuff doesn't bother me. Like, I'll be yeah. honest. Like, I think people way overblow, like, print lines and, like, oh, a piece of dust is on my foil. and They do, stuff. for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, I think a lot of this is just whining to be whiners. Um, but, like, listen, like, the quality of Wave 2 was, like, unforgivable. Oh, yeah, that's the real kicker. Yeah, I mean, like, Kickstarter, I thought, was, like, rough, but okay. Like, you yeah. know, I thought if, like, Wave 2 was 10% better than Kickstarter. Yeah. It would have been fine. It was easily 25% worse. Oh yeah. Packs didn't packs didn't close. Boxes weren't put together. Uh there was still some collation problems. Uh listen, like un- you know, until Cardston figures out how to do it the right way, they should stop doing it. <laughs> like this isn't hard. Well, it was a real big, you know, kick in the nuts to people who were excited to get wave two and all oh, these sure. problems were gonna be resolved. And then look, it's not resolved. And Tanner said, if it's not resolved, I'm gonna have to do something. Now, yeah, one thing I've learned, which we're gonna talk about later, is the the Genesis situation, but one thing I've learned since then is Alex uh, shared with me, who you know used to work for Genesis, that Cardston once told them, "Quality control isn't our responsibility; it's yours." Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, I, I just about died when he told me that. I'm like, are, "Are you kidding me? How how is it yours?" Like, I get I get quality control of like spelling things like that, but quality control as far as like, what are we going to be there and, and have a, a video camera and watch you and babysit you while every card is printed? I mean, take some responsibility for what you, what you created. So I know Tanner has Tanner spent a lot of time at the printer and I know Tanner toured the printer. He like, he did everything he could at the end of the yeah. day though. Um, you know, I can't imagine he was adequately informed about these issues is how I'll phrase it. Yeah. I I, I think um, that's fair. Yep. You know, I, I know he got test boxes. I can't imagine the text, the test box looked like what I got. Yeah. Um, you know, good on Tanner for switching. Um, yeah. you know, we'll see how this new one does. Um, I think it'll be fine. Um, but like, you know, listen, like switching printers is always scary. Oh Yeah. Uh, you know, what if the cards are a different size? What if they're a different thickness? What if they're whatever, right? So, I mean, like, you know, there will be some bumps. Uh, but, like, part of me is like, this is what being in a new TCG is all about. You know, Magic doesn't really have, we'll talk about a, a weird mishap later, but, like, it doesn't have that many quality control problems. Uh, you know, for overall, you know. Yeah, what o- overall, like. it's pretty much like, you know, you're going to get, like, Japanese, you know, print quality or another. They might not print at 
uh, Cardamonde or something. They may switch to, to someone else here and there. But overall, with Magic product, you know you're going to get something that is consistent. And like when it comes to foils, like it can be consistently bad. <laughs> it just depends on, yeah, on what I mean, foil like, you're getting. You but know, um, it's at least consistent across the board for the most and part. And it's like, and it's not bad. It's just not amazing, right? Yeah. Like, they're going to fold. Yeah. Uh, they're going to look pretty. The foiling will stay on. I mean, like, you know, you don't have the kinds of problems these new TCGs have. You don't have being these collation. You don't have these kinds of problems yep. um, that, you no, know, but like they also have an unlimited budget. Well, that's the other thing. A lot of people, I think, forget that. Like switching, like uh, there's a TCG that I'm going to talk about soon that's in its, it's a lot earlier along than I thought it was, um, but it's Sorcery. called Sick. <laughs> It's called Six Forms, and uh, it's it's similar to Genesis in a lot of good ways. But anyways, uh, you know, someone like that can print in China, which as much as I don't like that idea, a, a lot of these smaller TCGs can print in China yeah. for ten grand versus a hundred thousand dollars here in the U.S. So and, when you're starting listen, out, that that's important, dude. Like I mean to, you know, I I'm I'm. I think I'm fairly harsh on sorcery, but I'm harsh on sorcery, and I know that. Um, but like, listen, like their card, like I have, I have one of their starter decks. It feels way better than anything cards never produce. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it feels like way better than anything cards never produce. I've had some. I've had a few people send me like uh, close up, pretty high res screenshots because I don't physically have a sorcery card to look at. But from what I've seen, yeah, I mean, I I was impressed enough early on to back it. But I, I sold my backing in it to someone that I've done a lot of business with uh, that collects a lot of cards, buys a lot of cards. I'll say amounts. hi, will you please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, immediately when I was said I was thinking about it, he was the first person to contact me. And he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it all. Um, and, and he always pays really fair for, for collections and stuff. So I, I got out of that because I just... Honestly, once I saw, I haven't, I didn't physically play it, but once I saw some gameplay of sorcery, it just didn't feel like it was something that I wanted oh. to go farther down that rabbit hole. Eh, so I like the gameplay a lot. Like I listened, like you know, this is out of the source. I could be wrong. That's why we're having Mike but on, like, George. You know, that's why we're having like, Mike on. So I like the gameplay. Um, I thought the card quality was fine. To be honest, it wasn't. You know, I you know. Certain YouTubers are way over hyping the quality. To be honest, you know, it's sure. amazing. I've never opened a box that feels as good. Yes, sure, but it's <laughs> you know, it, it feels like every other Yu Gi Oh pack you've ever opened. Uh, you know, stop. Um, you know, um, my fear has always been the business with them, right? It's like how how are they going to grow the game? Yeah, uh, and That's like the- it's just like how many TCG bubbles do we have to go through before we realize? That a box of a game that's never printed a box before in its life probably shouldn't be worth a ten-year-old box of Magic Gathering. I just, I, George, like, I don't. How many under- times do we have to learn this lesson? And apparently, the answer is like, not yet. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> it's like multiples of ten because yeah. I, I have seen this, and I'm going to call out uh, three different games right now. Yeah. So there's different things with with all three of these communities, but Cryptic number one. People are like ravenous for cryptic stuff. Like I feel like people are going to be towards Lorcana. There are people that are oh. all in on cryptic and absolutely yeah. love it. So that amount of money spent most most of the time, what I'm hearing, George, is I spent that money because I I love what I'm buying. I'm not buying it because I think it's going to be worth all this money. I'm right. buying it because I like it. Same thing with Alpha Clash. People who are collecting some of the Patreon stuff and all that have said the same thing to me. Now listen. Some of those cards are worth a thousand, two thousand dollars is what people are spending on this stuff, right? The worst one I've seen is there was a card, a grand archive card that sold on eBay for 10 grand. Uh, and I'm okay, like, archives going nuts. Dude, that was wild. I'm like, 10 grand? Like, I, and that's the one that I feel like from the very beginning had a lot of this very bubbly feeling to it. So, yeah, grand archives it, going nuts. Um, it shocked me, man. You're right, though. You're right. So I think Cryptic is by far the healthiest TCG market right now. I mean, you can still find boxes of Wave Two for a hundred bucks. You sure can, or under, or under from some people that are yeah selling them really, really low prices on uh, Discord because they want to spread this game out, which has been yeah. fantastic to see. Um, yeah, I mean, like you know, what Cryptic does have is people like certain characters and they collect that character. Yep. Um, you know, that's not the way I collect, to be honest. Um, 
but like you know, I understand that people collect that way, and you know, sure. listen, you know, the largest card market in the world, sports, operates under that. So like, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. there's something to it, right? Collect you know, your favorite players that way. Yep. Yep. Right, you know, collect your favorite player, favorite team, whatever. I mean, like, so, yep. I mean, like, I think Cryptic's in a pretty healthy market. Um, and there's, you know, there hasn't been that many, I would say, insane sales. Yeah. In Cryptic, like, there have been for some other games. Like, I haven't seen a $20,000 card. No, nothing that crazy. Um, there's There's been some crazy pricing on some things. But, but I think, like I said, it was genuinely people saying... I have the money. I'm putting it down on this because I have to have it, like you said, as part mm-hmm. of my collection. Yeah, like you know, the closest I think you get is like you know three to five thousand dollars, like uncut fees. And I think, yeah, you know, listen, like I don't know how many there are. Yeah. Um. You know, I just don't know that. Um. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I know I I I've said this before, but like the older you know, as time has gotten on, I've agreed with Hacker more and more. That, like no card from any new TCG should be worth a thousand dollars, dude. Hatcher's always he's always we're gonna have him back on here. I was talking to him Good. about that. Um, yeah, he's um, always got the the best the best of opinions. Sometimes uh, he's crazy to control, uh, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, he's, he's challenging. That, he's challenging. That's a good way to put it. Challenging. Uh, yeah, I love it. He's got he's got so much good information, um, and I feel like especially when we did that podcast episode with him all of our points of views really coalesce because we're of the same age and sa- of the same area. Yeah, all boomers. We're, we're, yeah, we're all boomers, and we were all into TCGs really early, so yeah. that's really cool. Um, Let's end the cryptic thing on June 30th is when Wicked Prophecy comes out. Now, I don't think I have been as excited for a release as Wicked Prophecy personally for two reasons. Number one, the artwork is awesome. Like, the artwork is yeah. phenomenal. I can't wait to like it's cool seeing all these characters from the Kickstarter now having a different version of card they're in and seeing what's happened in their story, which I know you're not a lore guy, but seeing how their story has progressed and stuff is really cool. And they're now they feel like fully fledged uh, characters now, which I love. Um, The other thing that I'm really excited about is they have some Genesis artists on their cards. Mario Stashevsky, who did my uh, my Halloween uh, pumpkin skeleton, he did a, a. piece of card art for them and i believe i i had sent tanner damien and a few other artists i had i had sent him their info and said hey these guys are looking for work they're fantastic um and Dominic you know he fit he showed that theme i mean yeah yeah so like you know this is a major test for cryptic i think in two ways first like set second sets are always harder than first right it's like the same thing sure. as like you know a rock album right a rock band will have 15 years to create their self-build yep. album in nine months he create their second yep um you know this is the test like can tanner routinely produce good sets in a reasonable time frame yeah um and the other thing is like god this summer is going to be a bloodbath for tcg dollars oh my god starting dude. off with like lord of the rings you're going into commander masters you have arcana you have sorcery coming out yep. like you have um, you're ha- you have a lot of money being sucked out of the TCG market right away. Oh yeah, can, can Tanner carve out enough of that market to make a sustainable game? Sure. You know, can Tanner sell through, let's say, ten thousand boxes? Uh, I think he will be able to. I think there's enough people who will be able to. Um, but like, listen. If he can do it now, he'll be well on his way. Because this is going to be, this is going to be a nasty summer for TC for new TCGs. Yeah, and I think you know from what we've seen, it seems to be growing at a rapid pace. And like in the Discord, I'm yeah. constantly seeing new people joining all the time. Wow. Um, I'm seeing a lot of names cross over from the Flesh and Blood community and other communities that are now like I'm like, oh, I recognize that name. Um, which is really cool to see. It's not just people that are diving in for the money or they would have been here early on. They're they're all like, hey, I played this or hey, I saw this. And a lot of them are magic players who are like, I still like magic, but I want something new. Um, and that's what Tanner understands. Yeah. Right. You know, there's this theory called blue ocean strategy where you need to find the open space in the market. Um, and like, listen, if you're a competitive, highly competitive TCG player, Cryptic's not for you. Yeah. There's another game that's like much better suited for that. 
Yeah, sure. You're like if you're like looking for a game that you could always find your play group and like listen, that's a commander group. Oh what yeah. You're trying to do is find this kind of blue ocean of like I like magic, but want to solve some of the problems and have characters I can build around. Right? Oh, it's yeah. like it's it's a it's a it's a similar mechanic as magic, but with slight variations that improve it but also adds a lore element to it. And I still love that you can take a cryptic deck, like you could take two decks, you could walk up to someone, and you can teach them how to play in like 10, 15 minutes. And you, you can don't teach have them to, to play, yeah. you need a play mat. You can literally just like walk into a bar or a pub with 30 cards, give your buddy 30 cards, have them you know, grab a beer, and you can play a yep. game of cryptic. Yep. Um, that's the blue ocean, right? That's what that's what none of these other card games can do. Imagine going to a bar with your commander deck, right? Yeah. You got shuffle all hundred cards, you got all these tokens, you have all this stuff. Now, early on, I called Louie out for that when he was talking about it on the podcast because he made it seem like it was a really big deal that you didn't need dice and all this stuff to track your life. Then I really called him out on just in the comments. I was like, hey, I don't get why that's a big deal. Like all these TCGs have that, but after playing cryptic myself and after you know doing the interview with tanner and having that same experience where i walked up to my wife and i walked up to my brother and i was like here we're playing this i'm not going to tell you much about it let's see if you can figure it out um it it makes sense now and and that's why i applauded tanner after that and said hey i was wrong the idea that you have hit upon is the old days of Magic the Gathering. And I think you and I have talked about this, George, where like you you would get like a tournament deck or a fourth edition, you know, tournament deck. You could just sit down and play. You just crack yeah. that open, you play, you'd have a pen and paper to write your life down. It, it it's like it reminded me of old fashioned magic. And that's that's the really big selling point for for Tanner. It's easy to use and it's something familiar. Yeah. And I mean, again, like this summer will be the test, right? Yeah. Like if you can sell 10,000 boxes this summer you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, wow. So speaking of that test, uh, Alpha Clash is another TCG that is shipping now. Their Kickstarter stuff is officially shipping out. Um, I did an interview well, on the last one. Wait, really? Zone. Yeah, yep. They, I uh, didn't know Kickstarters were allowed to ship. Uh, well, what do you mean? I thought the Kickstarter gets like they took your money and ran all the time. Oh. <laughs> they actually ship product? What is this? What type of rookie Yeah, right? No crap. That's crazy. Um. No, I had to start the guy who made Polywog. He'll tell him about it. Oh, good lord! Um, but yeah, Ridge was on the last Bone Zone. Uh, you know, the one George couldn't make it to because he was he's just way too busy with all his arcades and all his all his bling bling. Um, but no, so uh, Ridge and I had a good talk. Um, he wants to come back on for sure. You know, once once the game's been out for a while and talk with both of us about that. But yep. uh, yeah, they announced that their stuff is shipping. I'm excited to get the two player kit I ordered. Um, I, they sent me this cool ambassador package that I opened up on the channel that had like a play mat and all this other stuff on it. I didn't even ask him for anything. You know, I literally told him, please don't send me anything because in my area, as you know, George, I don't have an LGS. So right. I said, I don't, I don't want you to waste an LGS kit or whatever on me. That's stupid. And he's like, no, I'm sending you stuff. Give me your address. I want you to look at it. I said, okay. So um, I have a few decks that I'm going to send out to people. I actually had a chance to sit down and play with my brother, sit down and play with my wife. And I'll be honest, the first game or two was like kind of confusing. But after watching the how to play video and going back and playing again once we played, it and really I think isn't that a, difficult. They have a distributor lined up now. I don't remember who it was. Though. Yes. Um, I, I don't know offhand either, George, but that was the other thing that I saw recently. But it is different. It's like it's a superhero TCG. In the past superhero related TCGs that weren't Marvel or some big name haven't done real well. But the cool thing with alpha clash is they actually have, you know, a team of artists and a, a, a team of storytellers that have been in the comic book industry for those large uh, companies like Marvel, DC, things like that. Um, and I, I thought it was a lot of fun to play. It really reminded me of cryptic George, but it also kind of reminded me of um, like that Oathbreaker format and magic yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, it, it just had really cool different mechanics and things that we've seen in other TCGs like trap cards and stuff, but done in a really superhero-y way. It feels very different than than other games I played. So, anyways, I had a blast with that. It was it was Good. awesome for Ridge to come on. Um the biggest Alpha Clash news that I'd like to share with everyone is 
Uh, so Cassius Marsh, who's a football player that's into magic, he's been on game nights, he's been on all these magic things. Yeah, big name. Uh, yeah, he's a big name, and he has a, a card shop called, uh, I think it's called Cash and Cards, or Cash World and Cards. I yeah, people often that. refer to it as the second best TCG in America. The, the second best TCG? You mean, uh, you mean LGS? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> second best LGS in America. That's what yeah, people gotcha, refer to it gotcha. As. Um, but yeah, so that's what it's been called. I don't know. This is what I've heard. <laughs> it's not a nickname you gave it. I mean, you no, would never no. do anything like no, that. No, no, but yes, yeah, so, this is what I hear. So, at his LGS on May 26th, that's going to be the first Alpha Clash tournament. And I mean, that's a, pre that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Cause yeah. he's well known in the community. Um, you know, he's into all, all kinds of, uh, pop culture and, and comic book stuff and everything like that. Yeah. So that was a really big, uh, really big grab for Ridge. Are they team. at Gamma or Collecticon? Do you know? I believe so. They've been at pretty much like everything. Like I know Ridge said his schedule, like it, it's been like, every, he gave me a list when he was on the podcast, of like 15 to 16 different places, different Collecticons and stuff they were going to be at. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a huge list and uh, he sent me pictures and stuff, you know, and posted pictures of uh, people playing and it's just, yeah, it, it's really good. But like you said, come this summer, it's going to be like all these people. Oh, one thing, George, I was going to say all these people competing for the, for the same space. Let me tell you how cool Tanner and Ridge both are. They know each other. They met each other at Gamma or Collecticon or somewhere. Okay. I mentioned to Tanner, I said, Hey, Instead of a lot of these TCGs always kind of going at each other's throat or behind each other's back saying, you know, bad things about each other, what are the chances that you guys could, like, do something together? Whereas, like, you have similar gameplay in a way. It's very character-centric, character-focused. And I said, maybe do, like, some cross crossover alt cards or something. And he's like, so Tanner said, like, my our artwork is something that we really like to keep in our own universe. And I'm like, I get that. He said, and I think Bridge is the same way, but he said, what I would love to do is a tournament where we host a tournament together. So, yeah. you know, we we have some people come and play Cryptic or Alpha Clash, and we show each other the game. We teach each other the game, kind of like this cross-pollination. And man, I thought that was so cool of Tanner. And I know Ridge, like, you know, likes ideas like that too. And I think that's how a lot of these TCGs are going to survive, is these these small indie ones piggybacking on each other's success in a helpful way not a not a not an abusive relationship way or not a relationship where yeah you're attacking each other but but forming a bond where, where you're going to one place for multiple games or multiple things i really like that idea yeah i mean like listen i think um new tcgs are not zero sum i think the whole tcg space is zero sum to be candid yeah but i don't think indie tcgs are zero sum um how they work together will determine a lot of their success especially because like again this market's going to get harder for ndtcgs and not easier yeah oh yeah i mean and you're not <laughs> going to have this there's not going to be let's say 10 tcgs able to do what you know i'm i'm suggesting alpha clash and cryptic are doing it's not like you're going to have all these tcgs working together but one one on one if you're a similar tcg to each other you know, if you if you can work across the aisle with something that's in the same wheelhouse, that that's just going to benefit both of you. You know, like yeah, you're going to you're going to sure. get to experience a little bit of everything. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, Magic did that early on. Uh, Magic tournaments I'd go to, they would have. Uh, well, you see who's still here, Magic, obviously, but they would have like Wyvern or Spellfire yeah, at the same tournament all. with Magic. Yeah. You know, they'd have a bunch mm. of them, and you'd go and you'd you'd play one and try the other. So I think that's a really cool thing. Um. Speaking of magic, let's move on to that. Uh, there was this story that kind of went under the radar for a lot of people, which I was kind of shocked about. Um, there was a secret layer, or there is a secret layer that's coming out that has uh, a bunch of like angel artwork in it. And I forget the artist's name, so excuse me for that. But they did a card called Seraph Sanctuary, and mm. it actually has unfinished artwork. And I sent this to you uh beforehand george and i'll put it up on the screen when i edit this for everyone to see but uh you can tell in the foreground the building there is unfinished it's just like a very rough sketch of what's supposed to be there and from what i understand hatcher did a story on this too they accidentally like grabbed the wrong image out of the file and sent it to the printer i yeah. mean which is pretty i mean things happen i get it sure. but, but it got caught after they were already like cut and printed and ready to ship out 
and Wizards is just like, too bad. Um, in the future, we will print a version that's fixed, and we will randomly put it in a secret layer yeah. product that you might buy. Well, this is where like Matt, this is where magic size works against them, right? Like you know, if they sold fifty of these, it'd be easy. Sure. I sold thousands. Yeah. You know, are you going to unbox thousands of secret layers to do this? No way. Yep. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, especially when it's like the artwork's still fine. It's not like it was like something like terrible. Sure. This wasn't completed. Um, this is where magic size works against them sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I think they should give the artist some completed ones ready to give out that that they yep. should do. And I think that's what she asked for. The artist was like, can you give me like, you know, a thousand of them or something to take to conventions and pass out to people who bought this product thinking they were going to get my actual piece of artwork? And Wizards was like, nah, I mean, that's just like, I mean, like, yeah, that's just you know, for a company like as that. big as them, though, George, like that really that rubbed me the wrong way, because I mean, there's other yeah. things people can be pissed about magic for right now. But that one specific thing was like, dude. You can't even do your artist right. Like, come on, that that felt. I agree. Real bad. Like, they should give them the cards. Um, you know, they should give them the cards. I think. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, Better send the Pinkertons over to say hi. Either one. <laughs> either one. Well, that's Either one's yeah. Fine that's with me. You, I better actually not not complain about magic too much because no, <laughs> knocking on my no. door, right? It's my favorite story. <laughs> oh, I know. Apparently, people like defended it. Oh, I know. Well, people it's like defended funny. it. We didn't, didn't like, even get the chance to talk the guns about that. Drawn. I'm like, wait, what? I, I know. <laughs> yes. It's literally a group of paid thugs to come to your house. Oh. I mean, over some cards. Um, yeah, that's that that was a crazy story. But that's been that's covered my, to death. So I know you and I were like, we don't really need to talk about that. That's my but favorite story of the year so far, though. It man. really is, man. It's so that's good. That's wild. And Hatcher had a ball with it. Watching Hatcher react to all that, he was dying. He was like in tears. I like somebody so sent me a podcast. I don't listen to much DCG content. Somebody sent me a podcast. Though, well, why would you? You're... Yeah, Come I am on. the DCG content. When like somebody like defended <laughs> it, and I was like, "What's going on here?" Like, dude, I like I like to think I'm pretty fair at best to wizards. Maybe even like overly generous to wizards. Yeah. Uh, this is like, come on, man. This is wrong. Like, I mean, the Pinkertons would be people. like. That would be called when, like, some company working for the military snuck plans out for some, like, intercontinental ballistic missile, and you got to figure yeah. out who had the plans. Like, like, I mean, for for this, come on, yeah. Um, and the last piece of magic news here, because we are not a Magic: The Gathering podcast, but we like to we like to mention it. Um, Wilds of Eldraine, which I don't know if you saw this, George, but I am super excited. Uh, it's coming out right around the time as Lorcana too, which uh, you no, can't. Is it? I, I believe so. Yeah, Lorcana comes out in what uh, June, July. Yeah, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was coming out around the same time. Well, anyways, it's coming out towards that around that time. Um, might not be around the exact same month, but it's close yeah. to that time. But it's very like you know, Eldraine's always been very like whimsical, very like you know, based on Disney stuff. Do you have a date for it? No, but it is easily. Uh, oh my god! Oh, September eighth. Never mind. Okay, so uh, that's, that's, that's pretty close. Off, no, that's pretty yeah. close. Uh, that's right. I'll look in a minute. But like, yeah, I mean, like, uh, Throne of Eldraine is easily, easily my favorite artwork of any. I think so too. Like, the whole theme and everything too. I adventure cards it. are great. Yeah, I think that was. I think that might be my most favorite recent um, like modern magic set. Like the problem was, it was just like yeah, they tried a whole bunch of new things, and they ended up they were all wildly overpowered. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, but you know that happens. Um, uh, I love Throne. Uh, I am very excited about Wilds. Um, is it going to be the same kind of artwork? Did they show anything? Yeah, same. They showed some artwork. They showed a really cool one with um, who they're saying might be uh the Kenrith twins. It might be their mom. She's a very much like a evil queen type of woman sitting in a chair and the artwork's Sounds really like cool, George, because she's yeah. like holding an apple or something. And then in the background, like her, her, uh, her collar is popped, you know, or big collar around the back and it's mirrored. And in the mirrored image is an old woman. So she's really oh. like, you know, the evil witch, you know, old woman looking character, but she looks beautiful and young, uh, face value. Uh, 
Yeah, the artwork looks great. The gingerbread girl, they gave her, she's riding on a gingerbread horse and has like a a, a fork that she's holding and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, dude, I'm, and even the artwork for the, uh, for the name, the way they did Wilds of Eldraine, the, the really cool thing that I'm looking excited for, or really excited for is they have to have uh, Garrick back now, the planeswalker, the, the green guy with the big axe. I want Oko back. Where's Oko coming back? <laughs> I'm sure Oko will be back. Uh, no, they will never. They will never. They'll reprint him, they, but not in the way he was. I no guarantee way. he's still a planeswalker. No way. You yeah, think? I think so. I think he will be. Uh, and Stop. I think I think we could see uh, who was the little fairy guy. Rankle, I think his name was. He he had a new card where him and the other the little dwarf I teamed up. Never. I think we'll see so him turn. Whining in my life as about Oko. Oh yeah, when it when he first came out, how people are holy as hell. god. Get rid of it. Standards ruined. Magic's never going to be the same. That was wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think you're yeah. going to reprint another Oko? That'd be crazy. I think they will. I think, though, I mean, he's, as far as I know, in the storyline, his spark isn't gone or anything. So, I mean, they're running out of planeswalkers. They de-sparked, like, everyone in uh, in Aftermath. So, I, I think they'll probably have him. But I'm more excited. Garrick's always been my favorite planeswalker. Yeah. Um, him and Ajani, like I, I love both of those guys, but Garrick's always been my favorite. Garuk, Garrick, whatever you call him. But uh, yeah, so I think he's going to make a comeback. Um, yeah, so that's it for the magic stuff. And you, unless you had anything to add, Georgie, you can think of. No, uh, the Lord of the Rings. Double so wait. we mentioned. Oh yeah, the Lord of the Rings is going to be huge. They started showing some more cards for that, and uh, yeah, it's all uh, right. Before we go, what's yeah. your price? What do you think? What do you think the One Ring will go for? Well, what we had someone offering two hundred thousand. Yeah, I think, I think, I think so. So we're not ballpark. Yeah, well, seeing that what a Yu-Gi-Oh card recently went for three hundred thousand, and that people like Post Malone were saying, you know, he bought that Black Lotus, and that was like eight hundred thousand um, dollars. I could see the the people, especially the influencer people, with with the money. I mean, I could see a half a million realistically. I don't think that that's insane. I, I, I really don't. Floor. I think yeah. that's the new floor. I think, yep. and also, like, listen, like, imagine you're a YouTuber and you have a video about buying the One Ring. Oh, yeah. Imagine the views on that video. Yep. Yep. That's why I'm oh. not buying any of them, because I'm. it's not going to be me, man. I'm no, not, you I, gotta, you gotta <laughs> buy a box. It might be you. Um, I don't have the kind of money for a, a draft box, let alone a collector uh, box. I'm, like, very intrigued by what that card sells for. Oh, yeah, dude. It's going to be the story of the year if someone yeah. opens it. If someone opens it, that's the thing. When? When yeah. someone opens when it. Someone at my opens store. It. Yeah. At my store. Oh, wouldn't it be great? It'll be you with the luck you have. You'll I you'll have open never, one collector box. You're the, you're, I've opened one box in my life. It was on your channel. A Genesis I, box. <laughs> I got nothing. And you somehow, chose the worst <laughs> TCG boxes to open. The worst one you could ever open. And that was even a bad box of oh, it. Oh God, yeah. Um, so Lorcana, we were mentioning Lorcana. Um, so that premiered at Gamma. It was insane. There is a, a guy I follow on Instagram, and God forbid I can't remember his name, and I'm really sorry. Um, what I will do is pop it up on the screen here so you guys know. So I've I've been following this guy for a while. He's um, I think oh, citizens of Lorcana on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. Um he had great coverage, awesome coverage of the event. Um, tons of pictures of the of the boxes, the artwork, videos of stuff. It was how I attended Gamma because I wasn't able to go. Um, people loved it. People were not, they were not only loving it because of, you know, the things like the cold foil cards that are going to be what, one in every pack or something. Yeah, um, yeah like they're. There's so many reasons people loved it, but the one thing that I said to you, George, uh, in Discord, and that I heard from people, not in the same way I said it, but I said it was like a Goldilocks TCG. It wasn't too hard, wasn't too easy, it's just right. It's right in the middle. People loved the wow. gameplay, they felt like it wasn't too challenging, but you could still be competitive and have fun playing it. I saw... Right off the bat, I saw people from the Flesh and Blood community, Magic community, bashing the hell out of it. It's not going to be competitive. Well, no one's going to take this game seriously. And I just laughed my ass off because I remember when we all went through this three years ago uh, with other games that came out and how everyone was like, give it a chance, give it a chance. Um, it's Disney. It doesn't really need that chance. Uh, I think it's going to be insane, George. I I'm already hearing... 
I'm already hearing about boxes. There's going to be a lot of boxes, right? But there's already offers out there for boxes for crazy prices because people are afraid they're not going to get any. I'm, I mean, like, it will open up as the fourth largest TCG. Um, the question is, can it stay there? Yep. Um, but, like, you know, I, I will, like, it has caught me off guard, to be candid. Whenever you talk to distro about it, they all say the same thing. All the Lorcana team wants to talk about is gameplay. Yeah. And LGS support. Those two yeah. things are like yeah. paramount for them. Yeah. And and it's wild because like candidly, they could do none of that and it would probably still be just as big. Yep. Hold on one second for me. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, you know, it would, you know, they could do none of that and it would be just as big. Yeah. Um you know, I I bought I bought a a, a a comically overpriced Disney Weiss card the other week. Oh God, I saw those. Yeah. They're beautiful though. They're great. They're beautiful. Uh, you Are, know, like you know, I, I I don't read Japanese. Uh, is it a I gold one, Weiss. George? No, it's the this is Steamboat Willie. Oh, dude, I saw that one, and that was the only card from that set that I said I wanted. Um. Did you see, aren't there like gold versions or something mm -hmm. of those cards? There was a guy, I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, not to interrupt you, but there was a guy mm -hmm. that uh, I think Citizens of Lorcana retweeted it, but his wife bought him one box because she knew how excited he was about Lorcana. And whatever those gold cards are, he got two of them. One was Crazy. Steamboat Willie and one was another one in the same box. And apparently that's like not supposed to happen. This yeah, dude in yeah. his mind, like... Yeah, see, but Willie's the, the the chase. Um, you know, um, I don't read Japanese and I don't play Weiss, right? I mean, like, you know, I wanted the cards, I like Disney. Um, but like the fact that Lorcana seems so universally focused on gameplay, yeah, um, is I think telling. Oh, yeah, it's telling a hundred percent. Like they they are not screwing around as far as wanting to make sure that people know they are serious for gameplay and not just not just collectability alone. Um, speaking of Weiss, I have, I just remembered I had these, dude. I forgot about these. I haven't even looked at them in like two years. This is the only Weiss product I ever bought was, uh, I don't know where the other ones are, but these, these uh, Marvel Weiss yeah. cards. Yeah. I bought a box. I was trying to see, I don't remember where I put the chase. I was going to show you. Oh yeah, here they are. These, these were really cool chase cards. Uh, not worth as much, but like this Iron Man, it has like this really special foiling on it. Yeah. Weiss, Weiss cards feel great. Yeah. I'd never until this. And then this was the, this was the big pull out of the box I got, which I really love. It's the uh, Scarlet Witch. That oh, was like, cool. that was like the big hit, but yeah, I forgot I even had these until you mentioned that. I was curious to see yeah. um, I mean, if I still had them. You know, and I've said this the whole time, right? Lorcana seems to be learning from all these other TCGs mistakes uh, in a way that should make people feel pretty confident. Um, you know, they're not going to release print runs and they're going to overtly not release print runs. Yep. They're going to, they have a chase and they have chases is the rumor. Uh, they, you know, they have incredible LGS support. Both LGSs get boxes two weeks before it goes into big box and you have LGS kits. They're not doing this nonsense of like certain LGSs get the special love and everybody else. Yep. Luck. Um, you know, they're doing, they're learning from the mistakes of other early TCG, of other new TCGs. It's, it's almost like Disney knows how to run some sort of business. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's shocking, isn't it? That like Ravensburger, one of the largest physical game companies. Yeah. Been around since the largest, 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. Combined with like the largest IP in the world wouldn't yeah. make mistakes i never could have seen it coming um you know um the proof will be in the pudding right yeah. like it's you know, right now it's easy right now it's easy yep you know is the game balanced is the game fun uh yep. and we're gonna find that out very very quickly all indications are we're looking good yeah right all indications are we're looking good but like the proof will come out you know we'll know very quickly we'll know by july 25th how we're doing well, and short of uh, short of Wicked Prophecy and uh, short of like a few magic boxes, draft boxes that I've gotten cheap, I, I haven't really been buying anything. Um, but th there's a reason behind that, because I have two boxes I'm buying from you and that'll be the first TCG boxes other than like I, those two things I said that I really plan on buying. Like 
my kids want to play it. Initially, they didn't want anything to do with it. I told you this. They were like all yeah. excited about it. Then they were like, I don't want to play that. And then I showed them the cards, <laughs> like with the pictures of the cards. And, you know, they're like, oh, especially my daughter. She's like, oh, Elsa's in this. So like starting her off young, you know, to, to TCGs. And then my son doesn't really get into magic. He played cryptic for a while. He likes collecting Pokemon, but he saw yeah. the artwork for Lorcana and was like, yeah, I want to collect this like I do Pokemon. So I think you'll have a lot of kids that want to collect it more than play it at first. But um, well, I have somebody who get only bought. Yeah, somebody who only bought another card game from me, and like he's getting the case for his kids to play, yeah. to grab his kids and play. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what you give people a lot of hope in Arcana. Yeah, is that it? It's going to be a family experience, and there's not that family experience with any game right now, right? Like Pokemon's as close as you get. Uh, but it has some weird quirks with it, right? Um, sure. Like, this will be a family game. Yeah. No, I'm excited, dude. I'm I'm really excited. Um, can't wait for that to come out. So, lastly on the list here, before we talk about uh, Genesis going to the graveyard, I just want to mention, I think next month, if you remember, we did graveyard games yeah. uh, a couple months back, and we haven't done that in a while. Um, mm -hmm. I want to do a graveyard games for... Uh, a board game that I recently uh, found out about actually this morning on Kickstarter. I, I forget even what the name of it is. I'm going to do a little more research on it so we can talk about it. Um, but yeah, it looked really interesting. Um, and then there's going to be, uh, we're going to have a talk about six forms that TCG that I mentioned earlier, yeah. um, because I want to do a few videos on that too. Um, it look, looks really good. He's early in stages. Yeah, it looks of good. It. Um, looks, looks like it's going to be fun. So, and it's a grid based tactical game, similar to Genesis. All so anyway, now, now to now that, that's the funny thing, George onto the elephant of the room with Genesis, but six forms, their first set is called Genesis of war. And they when I, change that. <laughs> I told they him, I go, I go, dude, you have to change the Don't name do of that. that. It's also like, we just had cryptic Genesis. So many I, Genesis. Like, enough. Enough. Yeah, I was like, dude, um, you can't you can't do that, Kevin, who's the, the guy who created it. But yeah. um yeah, so when when he said it was Genesis of War, I sent it to people and they're like, you know, I'm having flashbacks. I'm high of PTSD. Yeah, don't do that. That's not don't smart. Do it. Um so yeah, I don't I don't think he's gonna use that as the first set name. But Good. uh yeah. anyways, so so Genesis, uh we haven't talked about this, George, on the podcast, but you and I have talked about it immensely in Discord and everywhere else. Um even over the phone once or twice, but yeah, it really, it really is doing a number on indie TCGs. I I have watched some of these. Now, granted, this isn't the only reason, but I have I have watched on Kickstarter and I've heard from a lot of people that with what happened to Genesis, they are very, very weary of getting into anything new. So I think we are now in this point where past what has come out, George. No. We, we are having people that are going to be really more, you know, more terrified about backing a Kickstarter because of what happened with Genesis. So I've been skeptical of pretty much every Kickstarter game out there. Um, yeah. With the exception of like MetaZoo. Um, I don't think that's a good take from the community if that's the take. Yeah, I don't think so either, but it, it's um, done a number, dude, because people, people are Listen, scared. Like, I, I am not, I like, I will readily admit this has um this has affected my passion for tcgs pretty incredibly yep yep um you know thank god lorcana's coming out because maybe it'll like turn it around <laughs> for me um but like i'm just like you know what the hell you know you know it's like you know like i've said this like you know i liked genesis um and god they annoyed the i can cuss in this podcast they annoyed yes. the shit out of me yeah um some of their business decisions made no sense we've talked about them Endlessly, endlessly but it was a good game and then yep. like more importantly it was a great community um so let's tackle it a little bit in order here like first of all like people should go watch joey's videos about this i think yep watch the you can watch it in parts but honestly i sat through the whole hour and 45 minutes or whatever it was worth it because it was worth it because it was worth some it. of the things we knew about george some of the things we couldn't talk about or didn't want to talk about publicly i mean like i didn't know about a lot of it, well right? like, some that's what i was gonna say we talked yeah. about a lot but some of the stuff joey was saying i'm like holy shit dude like are you kidding me that this is the way it operated um listen i think it's just time to admit that we misread the owner and the yep. designer 
Um, and like, I felt that in my soul <clears throat> when he killed the game with no announcement and no discussion. Yep. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm, I, you know, I'm glad people got the boxes that they kickstarted. I'm frankly shocked at that now. Yeah. Oh um, God, me too. Um, but like the way that people were treated was not okay. Yeah. And, nah. and everything we can talk about, honestly, is I'm going to say this right off the bat speculation rumor that I wasn't in any, I of mean, listen, meetings. I don't know if it's rumors. Like the guy well, said I wasn't paid. Like, well, <laughs> like, listen, I believe them, but, but for, I guess for yeah, our okay. own goodwill fine, of just covering fine. our own asses, All right. All I, the rumor is yeah. people were not paid. I know Joey was not paid. That I can say for sure. I know Joey was not paid. But I've heard from the art team, a lot of them weren't paid, and they're pissed because their artwork is now floating out there and might be used in some future release of invasions by this weird Let's shit talk about that's that going minute. on. Yeah. Let's talk about that in a minute. I mean, like, okay, so we had Joey's videos, and it comes yeah. out the company was wildly misrun. Um, which wasn't that big of a shock. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, the big shocks to me in the video were twofold. One, people weren't being paid. Yep. Not okay. Got to pay your people. Yep. Second thing, so they were on, they had got accepted to TCG player. Yeah. That stunned me. Yep. There was a reasonable path forward for this game. And it just stopped. Uh, and it just, it just stopped. stopped. <laughs> it just stopped. Yep. And I'm like, I did not know about the debt the company had. No. Uh, that was news to me. Um, the amount of debt was astonishing to me. Yeah. I mean, I've heard between uh, 400 and 600,000. And that. I don't know the numbers. I don't uh, either. It's, this it's is certainly like I said, a lot. This is the rumor and speculation part that this is all. This is, this um, is the community. But, George, this is what happens. Let me just say real quick. This is what happens. When you just kill something and there's no explanation to anyone of what's going on, things might not be true, but no one knows. So everyone starts creating things and it may be false. It may be true. We don't know if someone would have spoke with us, but communication was never their strong point. No, no. Um, that's for sure. Um, yeah. you know, it goes to show you can have a great game and a bad business model. And it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Your business model has to work. Yep. Um, Genesis's business model didn't work. Combined with the fact that you had um, allegedly an owner who was doing some stuff he shouldn't have been doing. And like, that's a recipe for total disaster. And that's yep. how it ended. Um, it's heartbreaking. Um, you know. Um. I don't really know what else to say, but I mean, like, this was so wildly unacceptable. Yeah, I think of the community, like, at your store, like Xander, who, yeah. I mean, Xander, I'll say, you know, I'll be honest about this right off the bat. Even with Genesis Dead, he's who bought all of my Genesis stuff. He's He wanted it all. He wants it all. Like, he, he loves the game still. He's passionate about it. Um, and to have that happen it's just for people like him. I mean, he, he, he couldn't be there at that event, George. And I know. he went and yeah. met Xander, Xander went and met a sit at the, the airport. airport. Like yeah. that was, that was amazing for him. Um, This was, this was um, totally poor form the way it ended. Yep. Uh, I will say that I will not, you know, I, we'll talk about the about the the remix here, whatever this nonsense is here in a few minutes. I will not be carrying it. No, um, nope. I will not be promoting it. Nope. I won't be touching it. Yep. Um, and I say this to somebody who, like, again, genuinely likes the game. I've always been of the mindset: there's enough time to make more than you know more than one mistake. You don't need to make the, you need to make the same one twice. Um, getting back into bed with Genesis, I think, would be a silly move on my part. Um, yeah. As a player, George, I, I already said this too in the Discord that um, as a player, there's only one thing, well, two things that would interest me. If I was assured that these two things 
were going to be in Genesis 2.0 or whatever, it would be that knowing that the artists and everyone who was owed back pay got paid. Yeah. And it would be that Sid has nothing to do with the project. If those two things weren't involved, then I would be a player again. But right now I'm playing with my old cards. Not interested in future shit. Yeah, I mean, like Tavern Brawler still has their monthly um, or the weekly tournament, I think it is. Um, yep. There's some people active in the fan Discord playing games and enjoying yep. the game. And that's great. And I hope that continues. I know Will did his farewell event. Yep, um, really cool stuff from the community. I mean, they had, the, they had honestly, George, they've had the, they have the best TCG community I've ever been a part of. And they just were shit on. I'm not even going to... I'm I'm gonna put on I'm gonna step on the soapbox here. I was genuinely pissed, like absolutely pissed at how yeah. the community was treated, and it it was shocking to me that it was just so out of left field for even the team. I mean, when I had Alex and people messaging me, I'm like, "What is going on?" I mean, it's just that it's it's nuts, man. It was nuts. Um. A Sid never deserved the community that was created around the game. One hundred percent. And that's been my biggest takeaway. I made some of my best friends because of this Say, game. A lot of my best friends in TCGs are around this game. Yep. Um, you know, yourself, Joe, Connor, Ben, Will. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's not all. Don't don't magic me. No. Of course I forgot you. Uh, you know, there's a lot of you. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, yeah. And like they remain my friends. Yep. Nothing has changed in that. Correct. All um, branching out into other games now, too, which is great. All sticking together for different things, which is great. It's like, this is heartbreaking. Like, this, yeah. this, is really, this has really affected me, I'll be honest. Like, I've just been like, uh, you know, Jesus, do I, really, do I really need to do this BS anymore? Um, yep. You know, it's a big reason why I stepped back from Patreon and Spreadshirt and all that shit. Um, which I don't want to get too much into, but I, uh, you know, first of all, with the spreadsheet thing, I got some of that stuff in and the quality was such pure garbage that I ordered stuff, you know, on my own. And I was like, nope, not, not going to sell this to people. Um, so that was a no brainer. But then the Patreon thing, I just kind of felt like a lot of the people who were part of my Patreon were there for Genesis content. I'm not covering it anymore. And it was a big time sink that I'm not putting time into anymore. So I felt bad taking money from people yeah. for that. I mean, the money paid for George, this camera, it paid for us to be able to go to South Carolina. It, it paid for us to do so many things that were fantastic that were almost all around Genesis. And I just felt like the death of that goes to the death of the other things. And I can focus more on just getting back to why I started this channel. So, And that's something I thought about. It's like, you know, I didn't. You know, I didn't start an LGS to support Genesis. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't candidly know why it's affected me so much. Um, you know, it hasn't affected my business at all. Sure. Um, it's not like it was a big driver of sales or profit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But your LGS grabbed onto it right away and they really did. they were really into it i mean a lot of people yeah, the, really i mean we will now have permanently the largest event in north america yeah uh, <laughs> yep. in the united states i'm sorry sorry Candid. i know you're technically part of north america but nobody calls you that because you're not really part of north america uh you're north america's hat um sorry ben uh and will or ben. Um, i i hope Assad is still in the fan discord and I hope he sees that, like, the community is doing okay. I I can't figure out this new group. This new group seems wild. Releasing, this, uh, releasing like, a, a, a weirdly edited Facebook video about how we're going to come back uh, stronger than ever. And then, like, dude, I, on the video. It's just, like, what is going on here? Like, what? I have no idea. Mean? It's also, like, like, why are you building up hype for a game that the owner said died a month ago? Will said it best. He's like, it's dangling a meat in a cage of lions. You are literally taking the community that is ravenous for more information and for invasions and all these things we were promised. And you're going here. It might be here. It might not. It might not be. I mean, yeah, what? I mean, like, tell us who you are. Like, the I person that posted fans. it went by 
hero smith and i'm like yeah i have a different name this like what what is going on like tell us who you are and tell us your plan yep like i do not understand why they're playing hide the ball i I don't either plan for genesis tell us who you are give us confidence in the game and give us confidence in the direction you're taking it like just saying, oh, we're back. I don't know what form. I don't know who nope. you are. Or I don't know what's going to get printed. I don't know anything. Like, and like, listen, you can tell people this is our plan. This is a rough plan. It all might change. None of this might happen. But like right now, we're just like wondering who the hell you even are. Yeah, this all came out of left field because without saying too much, there was a group of people that I was included in and we were all trying to figure out if there was a way Genesis could move on from here, uh, trying to just, you know, collaborate and think of a way for Genesis to move forward. No one in that group is a part of any of this. Everyone in that, that we group know was of. like, that we know of. Everyone that we know of was like, what in the hell is this? So I, mean, I, like- I am I am firmly in the corner of, this is pushing me away even further than I thought possible from Genesis. That nonsense, this getting people excited for something that you don't even know what it is. I mean, I wasn't excited, but other community members who were who are yeah. really in yeah. you know indebted in this game, like I I don't know. It's nonsense, dude. And that's what I I'm mean, listen, as. until I'm we know who they nonsense. are. Until we know who they are, there's no reason for anybody to ever be excited by this. Nope. Nope. This like, is a, this nobody is a joke. can be pumped about this. Until we know who they are. Yep. I I have my own theories. I, I do as well. Uh, but like, I I will not be excited until I hear who they are and I hear their plan. Yeah. Until and my whole a bunch bunch of strangers yelling into the wind about a yeah. dead ECG that had my whole thing... stuck in a dead distributor. I mean, stop it. I mean, stop it. <laughs> this is what this is. This is like the teaser. I mean, stop. My whole thing of of the artist being paid and Sid not being involved, now that I think about it, kind of goes out the goes out the uh, out the door if this group that's talking about reviving Genesis is reviving Genesis because this is the most this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen pulled against the best community and it it really just irks me even more. I mean, it really just I, I, it really put a thorn in my side when I saw that. Dude. It did, I was like, it's just like it's also weird. Yeah. Like, why aren't you telling us? Like, like it's a teaser for something that doesn't exist. There's a, it's a game that has a hundred players left, and you're like, oh, you, you'll never guess who I am. Why should I have to? Like, as if it's magic that left and magic's coming back. <laughs> like, you know, and like, it's just it's so weird. It's like, tell us who you are. I mean, we really, I, and that's why I told you, I remember you had said, like, are, do we want to de- dedicate a whole bone zone to it? Like, we could go on forever about it, but I feel like you just said about the other people, it, it's like talking into the wind, because the people who know us and who listen to the podcast and know how much we like Genesis and cared about Genesis, they already know how we all feel, which is our, yeah. that's our listenership and our viewership. So I feel like we'd just be, it'd just be me and you bitching nonstop about the shit that we didn't like. Um, yeah, there, there's so, another podcast for that. So I think we're I think we're in a situation where you know I'm I'm ready to put a nail in this and uh, I agree. and be done. I just I agree. There's no point in even talking about it anymore. No. Um, and this will probably be the last time it's mentioned unless we get some yeah. more more news. But I'm not going to take this. And has to be real news. I'm not is, doing yeah, this like I'm not, no. I'm not doing the teaser video. Correct. Them saying, so it's coming out soon again, you guys. It's coming yeah. out soon. Oh. We weren't, we, weren't, I mean, we weren't sure the first time. Here's the second time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, um, yeah, so I, mean, I, I don't know. That's I, I think we're done with that. But you're you're right, George. I like when you were saying that this summer is going to be, it's going to be a real test. This will be a brutal summer for people. Um, I, I mean this. Like, I mean, like, there's going to be a ton of money drawn out from yep. Lord of the Rings and Commander Masters. Then you have Arcana on top of it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... This would be an expensive summer for people. Oh yeah, not for me, buddy. I'm getting some Lorcana for you from you, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'm going to be at Cedar Point a lot, so I'll probably be spending a lot of money on food. That's but uh, probably you know. a, that's probably a better <laughs> ROI. Um, you know, I guess I, I I'll be intrigued by how the summer plays out. This is something, yeah. something I think about a lot. 
I think so too, and I think that's uh, I think that's a good place to stop it. And next Boom. month, uh, we'll be we'll be into the summer. Maybe we'll start to see some of these things. You know, I, I mean, this it'll is... probably be after Lord of the Rings, won't it? Right around. Yeah. There. Yep. Probably after that. So we'll we'll see some of these things come to fruition, and that's why I like that we do this every month. It's such a good such a good yeah, recap good over what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, anyways, everyone, thank you so much for for listening yeah. as always, and. Uh, we will be back next month, and uh, we will then. have we will have Mike on possibly next month if that's when right. Sorcery's here. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll reach out. No, to. who knows? Could be next month. Could be in a year. Yeah, well, I keep saying Mike, but it's Mike from uh, Mean Muggin and Games. So um, yeah, we're gonna have him uh, on that'll probably be right before. Yes, yeah. it's Mike. Yeah, yeah, probably. You're right. That sounds about right. We'll figure it out. Either way, it'll be either either George and I back here or George and I with yeah. Mike. So uh, either way, it'll be thanks fun. for watching and listening as always. And George, thank you for being here. And yeah, uh, thank y'all. We will all talk soon. Take care. Yeah, bud. Talk to you later.